Okay, welcome to Cue the Creative. This is Tanisha Graham. I'm very excited about this first episode that we have a very special guest joining us. He happens to be um, a very important, uh, successful guy that I'm. he has mentored me for many years from afar before I even knew him. And I remember seeing him speak in Dallas in front of 30,000 people and remember thinking, this guy is close to my age. How is this, how is he so successful? And I learned later that he was a year younger than me, which did not make it better. But I since have hired him as my transformational leadership coach, and he has taught me so much. And I just had to share his knowledge with all of my listeners so that you can help yourself in this time that we're facing as a nation. And um, so let's get on with it. Uh, Todd, can you introduce yourself and just tell us what you're up to and what you and Kristen are doing during this crazy quarantine time right now? Yeah, sounds good. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Really excited about being the first guest on episode one and uh, congratulations to everything that you're doing. Super proud of you and um, obviously excited about um, what you're doing and, and obviously the value that you're going to be adding to so many different people. Yeah, definitely is an interesting time. Um, we'll definitely, you know, talk about that today on your podcast, but a little bit about myself just to get the done and breath through. Um, so your listeners know a little bit who they're listening to right now. I'm 39 years old. Um, I've been an entrepreneur now for almost two decades. Uh, so working from home for me is I've been quarantined for about 18 years. So I'm basically <laughs> working from home in my pajamas. Um, so nothing is really new other than um, I think a couple of weeks ago, I was really upset that my gym closed, um, but I just kind of made right. my own home gym. Um, but, uh, you know, I actually was fired. Um, the only job that I had was a personal trainer was fired. Possessed and um, couldn't uh, really make enough money back in San Diego when, when I was 23 years old. And um, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Uh, it really put drive into me to never have to work for someone else again because I didn't want the – and the only reason I was fired is because um, um, I was actually a great employee. I actually um, had a lot of great clients, and everyone loved me as a personal trainer, and I just couldn't get to work. That's the only reason I was fired because it was an hour away at the La Costa Resort in California and, uh, near downtown San Diego. So it's a long trek with no car. Couldn't ride my bike there. So I uh, ended up losing my job, but I was excited. Uh, that wow. was in 2004. And I'm um, just really excited about self-development. I'm a college dropout. Uh, I went to three different colleges and uh, never lasted. And um, it just, I just didn't, I, I couldn't, I'm just one of those people where I couldn't understand or grasp the thought of spending 40 years of my life at a, if anyone of your listeners does that, uh, God bless you. And, and, you know, it's not for everybody. It definitely isn't for me. It could be for you. Um, but for me, it definitely wasn't for me. I like to be on the go. I like to travel. I like to, you know, work from home, set my own hours, be my own boss. So I didn't really know what that looked like. So about a month later, I was introduced by a stranger to network marketing. Um, a lot of your listeners probably know what that is. Maybe they have a good taste in their mouth, or maybe even a bad taste. But I grew up ever since I was a kid in that industry. My mom did Mary Kay, and she actually was mentored by Mary Kay uh, or Mary Kay Ash herself wow. um, in the '80s. So I actually met her myself. Um, you know, going to these all women's events when I was, uh, you know, literally ten years old, twelve years old, stuff like that. Huh. 
And I, I knew it worked. So I just knew it worked. I wasn't one of those skeptical people. But anyway, to make a long story short, it was the only thing I could do uh, without a college degree at the time or any credentials or credibility. So I borrowed a couple hundred dollars from my mom's American Express card that she didn't know about until later. And um, yeah, I got started and um, wow. you know, I just started to make, make a name for myself. And really, um, through that whole development, um, learned a lot, uh, was so teachable, so coachable. Um, love going to events, love training, and then eventually um, got out of my comfort zone and just, you know, started to become a trainer myself. And then now, um, seven years, selling author, wrote a book. Um, I, I remember being at Barnes & Noble when I was homeless, um, saying one day I want to write a book. And man, wouldn't that be amazing to have my own book in Barnes & Noble? Um, and that definitely happened. And um, that all happened about a year ago. So I've been a coach now for five years, a transformational leadership coach professionally, uh, for five years. Um, and, um, you know, I'm a co-founder now of a uh, network marketing company and then also a transformational leadership coach of the Inside Out coaching program that me and my partner, Emmanuel Zavios, um, obviously you're a part of that, Tanisha, uh, right. do. So it's been, a, it's been a long journey of 17 years of entrepreneurship and leadership and development, but I know we're going to talk about that today and how to really obviously develop ourselves in this time of maybe a global crisis into leaders so that we can rise up and start leading ourselves, obviously, more effectively. Well, absolutely. And I think that's why you're such an asset to people right now, because a lot of anxiety comes from people thinking they might lose their jobs. They may have to find something to do from home. And you have a PhD in that. <laughs> so that is really good yeah. because you've been doing that for 17 years. And you've realized that a lot of the struggles are within yourself. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but tell me what you, what advice you would give to people that are thinking they want to work from home, because obviously that sounds amazing to all of us, but what skill set do you think that we need most to be able to transition into that kind of life? Yeah, um, well, that's a good question because uh, I'm getting massively hit up by just all the people I follow um, through emails and, you know, big names and stuff like that, that, you know, a lot of people are just saying, hey, you know, this is a time that you're pretty much need to work from home. And, you know, and uh, I think sometimes um, even in in these cases, you know, people are being bombarded by, by networkers and by, uh, you know, other thought leaders and influencers. So if we can kind of see through all of that, um, just the fundamentals. I think um, working from home is is terrific. Um, I think if you're married, obviously it gives another kind of dimension there. My wife um, also works from home too, so we're together all the time. So if you really don't have a great marriage and don't really like your spouse, it's probably not the best thing. <laughs> it's but be hard. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard. But um, but we love it, and um, we do everything together. And you know, I, I we wake up when we want to wake up, and you know, and we do whatever we want to do. We can work as late as we want. We can get up as early or late as we want. It doesn't really matter. Um, but I think the fundamentals are just, you have to find something that you're really passionate about. And I think right now that my best advice to your listeners in 2020, because of the, uh, the COVID crisis and the, the Corona, you know, all that stuff that's going on. Um, and by the way, I definitely want to drink a Corona after this is all over. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, this is all a different skill set. And in my book, I, I obviously I talk about the you versus you battle and um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. But if you flip that around and reverse engineer that, if you find something that maybe you're not as good, but it's a passion, yeah, you're going to have to keep doing it over and over and over again 
to be consistent and persistent so that you can be good at doing that. Um, so for me, I was very bad at public speaking. I wasn't very good at phone. I wasn't very good at sales. But the drive in my dreams was to be financially free, to work from home, to create a lifestyle uh, for my family. That was the dream ever since I was in my early 20s. So I, I had to figure it out. I had to show up. I had to hone my skills. I had to learn the art of promotion. I had to read a ton of books. I had to um, obviously be optimistic and not pessimistic. And I, I'm not pessimistic. I, I, I'm, I'm always, uh, you know, something happens to me, I land on my feet no matter what negativity is in my life. Um, I don't allow a negativity in my life personally, but obviously we all, we all deal with negativity on the outside or emotional baggage and traumas. And so just learning more through the self-education is more important than I think the regular education in our school system. And obviously being a school teacher, but even when we get into college and stuff, it's like, some of this stuff that we're learning and paying $30,000 a year or more for is just not preparing us for the real world. Um, I mean, you, you know, because of we have apps, I know we're talking on this podcast through an app right now. Someone created this app, you know, right. you don't really go to college to learn how to create apps, but yet people are becoming so multimillionaires and billionaires because they're smart on their phone. Um, so it is definitely, um, I've never seen it so positive right now. Um, really for people that want to be entrepreneurs or already currently entrepreneurs. But, you know, working from home is not just network marketing. You know, a lot of people think it's like, I got to go sell oils or I have to go sell perfumes or makeup. Right. Um, that's not true at all. I mean, I'm, I'm a coach. I, I literally am a professional coach. I coach millionaires, CEOs, down to the stay-at-home mom that has a vision to start a podcast or start a business. So, I work from home coaching and we do Zooms and we do virtual workshops and, you know, we do whatever it takes to really help people with things like the emotion code and you versus you. Um, so it just working from home, doing something out, you know, just yourself, I think is one of the smartest things that you can possibly do right now. Um, but diving into the confusion, I get it, but creating that clarity is really what you would want to have pretty quickly here because uh, people's paychecks are going to go away. Um, and then the stimulus package um, that they just voted on, I think we get like what, $1,200 or $2,400 if you're a couple, but if you know, you get nothing, if you're making over 99,000 a year more, I mean, what are we going to do with $1,200? You know, what do you, what do you do with $2,400? Yeah. I mean, my mortgage is twice yeah. that. So I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that, that's just cute money. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's go to the, you know, go have a fun weekend. I mean, it, it's not big time money. So I, I have my own economic stimulus package. It's called entrepreneurship. Right. Well, and I think that that is huge. And one thing that I've noticed just because you're my coach and I do weekly, you know, group calls with you and um, these mastermind groups that we're involved in through your coaching uh, company has shown me that, you know, our group isn't really, we're not that sad. I mean, yes, we have things that we're worried about, but with your guidance, you're, you are not sitting around stressed out right now. <laughs> you know, you have things, if anything, you're starting new things and you're starting a new company and co-founding a new company. And it just is so backwards of what most people are used to. We think that we have to go to work 
and punch a clock or have a salary and spend most of our lives under someone else's direction. And that's really not how it has to be. And I know that's something that you've taught me and it's been really invaluable, honestly. And I know that goes to my next question that really goes into this nicely. I was wondering, you know, could you explain to the listeners how you coach us to write a five-year vision statement? And you have said that you live by this and it just gives you vision and helps you to write your goals and act on it daily. Can you talk to the listeners about that and just explain to them how to do that? Yeah, actually. And, and what to, before I do that, to talk about what you're saying is um, I'll just give an example. My sister-in-law um, about two months ago um, got a promotion and she's in New York City and um, she, it's a startup and um, corporate America um, got a promotion right. and over six figures. And of course, Manhattan is very expensive. Well, she just basically was um, furlonged and she won't get a paycheck for the next four months. So, wow. um, you know, because of the, the virus and I just, for me, because of the books that I've read and because of the mentors that I've had, I've never met a millionaire that had a job. So I, I, I've never in my life mm. shook the hand of someone that is a millionaire that works in corporate America. That's um, fascinating. Never. So, so just think about that. Now, maybe it's a CEO of a company in corporate America. Okay. But I'm just talking, to, I've never met a millionaire who's an employee. Um, I've never met a, a millionaire who only has one stream of income. I've never met a multiple six figure earner who just relies solely on a salary. I, I've, I've seen people that work a salary that also invest in real estate or they own their own company on the side. But, you know, I think the average millionaire has seven streams of income. So you have to understand like you and I, we all have to take control of our life financially. So if this, the reason that people have fear, I mean, think about it, fear, they're keep, they're feeding their fear more and more because they're worrying about the economy. They're worrying about other people because everyone else is in charge of their life, but they're not in charge of their own life. So that is so true. Yeah. So that's true. where, that's where fear comes from is when we don't have control. But I, my, my message is, you do have full control. You have control of your subconscious brain. You have control of your vision. You have control of your, 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 your creating it. So the five-year vision statement, I have mine right in front of me. I mean, it's just a day in the life of me uh, and my family, you know, um, 2025. And it's basically, you know, yes, what we've accomplished, what we've done, what do we want to be, what do we want to do, what do we want to have, what we've created, what we're in control of, what we're not in control of, and, and how we're controlling our thoughts and how we're controlling the way that we think and how we're controlling our energy and vibrations and, and what we put out there to the world. Because people are fearing, you know, they, they're hoarding, you know, toilet paper. I still don't understand the toilet paper thing. Like, that's, <laughs> no. I, I don't get it. Like, how is a virus? How do we need toilet paper? So it's like toilet paper is easy to come by. It's not a big deal. But people, it's that mindset. It's like, oh my God, I'm in lack. I'm in lack. And I have to hurry up and hoard because I'm going to yes. be in lack. But no, um, I mean, God told us to live a life of abundance, you know? So there's abundance around all of us, no matter what we're going through. Um, I go out to my golf course and there's abundance of trees. There's abundance of fresh air. There's an abundance of beautiful views all around me. You know, no matter what the news is telling me on my little iPhone, or my computer screen, when I shut it off, nothing really has changed. I go outside, the birds are chirping, my dog is happy, you know, life is good, there's water, there's food. I mean, so, so I think people just need to, you know, stop letting other people control 
them. Um, and we all know yes. that the media is there to get high rank, uh, you know, uh, high reviews, high rankings. You know, if you watch, if everyone's watching CNN, what does that do for CNN? It, 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 it's it, great for them. It's great, for, great them. for us. Right. It's great for, it's <laughs> yeah. great for them and, and all the TV shows and all that stuff. So, so I, uh, for the five-year vision is just, you, you're creating a day in the life of you and you write it as it already has happened. And I teach all my clients in the beginning. Um, this is how the first part of the discovery of who you really are comes true. And I've done this now for almost two decades. I'm on my fourth one. I've done it three times. Uh, and they pretty much 90% of all of it has come true. And the other 10% didn't come true because I didn't really want it to come true. Cause you, you obviously change your mind a little bit. And, uh, but right. the house I'm living in, I wrote it down six years ago. The woman I'm married to, I, I don't even, I didn't even know her, but I wrote basically who she was on a piece of paper. I attracted it um, because wow. I became the person to attract it, um, not just because I wanted it. Um, but it gives you clarity and clarity plus focus equals, you know, energy. And once you have that clarity and, you know, I, I teach all this through our system of the achievement system and putting pen to pad and. Um, actually knowing your daily action steps and what to do and how to do it and becoming more effective and not just working hard, but actually working less, but being more effective and getting more results. Um, that's what, right. that's what we're, that's what we teach people. And then that's really the discovery phase. But then what that's going to do is going to create massive breakthroughs in people's life, which is going to lead to their pretty much like the caterpillar turns into the butterfly. They transform into a leader. Now a leader is someone that obviously is leading themselves, but it's also a person that encourages and inspire others to be, to really perform above average themselves. That's so true. And I know like in your book, your book, his book is fantastic, by the way. Um, you're a best-selling author in your book, You Verse You. And this book is really profound because I believe I mean, I know this is a, a really big statement, but I believe everybody has issues with this in the world. Mm -hmm. We all fight things within ourselves, and um, you start with a simple premise, um, and people strive for improvement in their lives, whether it's more income, a better relationship, a promotion, like you were talking about your sister-in-law, um, a bigger business, or even a better body, but that takes a lot of discipline in fighting the you versus you battle, so Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your book. I know it's it would be hard to talk about on one podcast because it's got a lot of subjects, but maybe just the different chapters and what you cover in the book. Yeah, sure. Well, I, um, you know, I've been doing, you know, business for many, many years and I would sit down with people and basically I would, you know, do a game plan with them. And it was all throughout the Starbucks of Southern California and just thousands of people that I would meet and I would work with. And they're, they're all facing a battle, whether it's uh, some of the battles I outlined are like, I would say the three top battles that we face in life are you versus your relationships, you versus your health, right. and then you versus your uh, finances. Um, but they also come from like you versus your success. Cause if you're not successful, then your finances don't really show up. If you don't have dreams, you versus your dreams, then Obviously, things are not going to happen on the other side and your routine and your calendar really, if you're not not working out, then you don't really have probably much of a routine or calendar. Maybe you're not really motivated because you don't have any dreams, you know, so all of them are tied together. There's really highlighted 12 battles. So 12 chapters in the book, 12 battles. And it really just dives into kind of three different R's. And the three different R's are, first of all, we have to return to what the battle has done to us, both in a negative or even a positive way, but mostly 
what, 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 how is it, how is you versus your finances really hurt you? Um, what does it cause? It's probably caused a lot of anxiety. It's probably caused a lot of challenges in marriages or talking about it and disbelief in themselves or settling for jobs that people can't stand, but they need the paycheck and stuff like that. So any, any of these battles, we have to return to it, have the self-awareness and create the current reality of what the battle has actually done to us. The second thing is if we look at it in a different lens, a different perspective and how we can redefine the battle and be like, you know what, how can I actually look at this more in a positive light? So, okay, let's say I'm broke right now. The economy is horrible. Um, we're going into recession. We got the virus. I'm home. I don't have my job anymore. I'm completely lost. Okay, cool. Let's just take a deep breath and let me look at the <laughs> U versus U finances right now. <sighs> okay, well, let's make a list. What can I do? Well, I'm a human being. That's pretty good. I have a brain. Okay, cool. You're alive. I'm alive. I can make choices. <laughs> I have an imagination. I can create. I can stop worrying. I can actually move forward. I can, you know, hey, I have 5,000 friends on Facebook. Hey, maybe one of them can help me be, you know, maybe one of them can coach me. Hey, maybe one can help me or I got contacts or I can collaborate or I can start my own podcast or, you know, whatever it is, we just redefine like, okay, obviously that's not working. Having a job, getting it let go because of the economy or maybe putting all my money in the stock market. Maybe I need to redefine this. And then the, then the third R is repeat wise choices. So once we redefine it, we make the shift, we make the pivot so that we don't keep, you know, kind of putting your armor on, if you will, kind of going to battle and not you not making the unwise choices anymore, but you're repeating you know wise choices and being more mindful, wise and willing, then you're doing something over and over again that actually is giving you different results because now you're focusing on a different result and a different activity and a different skill set that you normally would put into it. So you can really uh, kind of put in the three R's in all of the battles and the 12 books, and that's exactly what my book highlights. And there's action steps at, at the end of each chapter to get people out of the funk and into the, the new kind of, you know, change for them that they can actually not be the same old person. Um, that's not attractive anyway. I mean, if, if my wife was the same person five years ago, if I'm the same person five years ago that I am today, I mean, how can, how can another person be attracted to want to be my friend or, uh, you know, a spouse or, you know, we growth is attractive. Growth is sexy. Um, being the same old complainer, negative mindset for years and years and years. It's just, nobody wants to be around that person. You know what I mean? It's so, it's very true. It's very true. And I know one thing that I thought of when you were speaking about your book and I know all of your clients within your coaching program, get this booklet that you wrote about branding yourself. And that was really helpful for me because it, it basically talks about everything you're saying and it's just a different perspective. It's a different way to think of what can I do? What is within me? And, you know, your coaching program, the name of it, mm -hmm. um, it's what's inside you. Mm -hmm. What you've are, You already have things inside you. So can you just give us just some bullet points from your branding booklet? Because I know that was super helpful of people, you know, if they are trying to be creative and reinvent themselves and, you know, find their strengths, maybe just a couple things that could get that ball rolling for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I truly believe just because um, of my faith that we're created. I mean, it's really, if you really think about what the Bible says, it says we're created in the image of God. So that's pretty powerful. And when someone has like a yeah. lack, a, a lack of self-confidence or they don't really believe in themselves, 
um, it's just so powerful to become a believer and know like, OK, so wait a minute. Um, let me let me just really think about what the Bible says. I'm created in the image of God. So who is God? God created everything. So, you know, why is this earth just sitting on its axis on nothing and rotating 365 days around, you know, the, the, the sun and moon? How, how who who did that? Yeah. Who, who created that? Right. You know, OK, well, God did. So he created us. And where do we come from? And oh my, you like, so then you're like, wait a minute, I am as I'm a lot more powerful than I think. So the cool thing about being created is, is because we're in the image of God, we do have like, you're baking a cake, you know, we got the eggs, we got the flour, you know, you got the milk, whatever you need, you got all the ingredients inside of you. But I tell you this, you're not great. So I think a lot of times, even people with a lot of faith just think that, hey, I'm a human, that means I'm great. I'm just such a great guy and I'm such a great person. But you, you, Michael Jordan didn't just become great at basketball when he came out of his mom's womb. You know, he had to work <laughs> right. hard. And Kobe Bryant, all these athletes and Tom Brady, I mean, picked the 199th pick from University of Michigan to the Patriots, was a third string quarterback until Drew Bledsoe got hurt in 2001. And then he won the Super Bowl that year. So um, himself, it's, um, it's just, you know, because he had to work on his skill, he had to become better. But we all have the ingredients, but we have to be self-aware of that. So how can we get everything from the inside out? You have to have a coach. You have to have someone yes. that knows what they're doing, that can help keep you accountable. Um, we, we all have uh, forces of apathy. Uh, we all have a natural human instinct that's coming to all of, us, all of us, which is apathy. So you can't basically the bottom line is I don't know. I don't know why God did this, but you can't do it alone. I think he probably did it because he, we need community, you know, iron sharp. We need to rely on him and rely on each other. Yeah, we need exactly. exactly. You can't just like, I've never met um, a successful person that was self-made. I know some people say this person is self-made and they are self-made millionaire. That's so not true. Nobody has ever walked this earth um, self-made Adam and Eve literally had God. Okay. So, um, like literally like, uh, you know, more than, you know, like right there, like literally talking to him and he would talk back. So, um, Jesus had 12 disciples and also his father. So we can't do it alone, but I think a lot of people have that kind of, um, arrogance or ego to be like, you know, I got this, I'll just do it alone. I got this, but that just leads to lack of abundance. It leads to the lack of a mastermind. Napoleon Hill talks about the power of mastermind and think you grow rich. Um, you know, you have to have a mastermind. And what is a mastermind? A mastermind is when somebody is leading the mastermind. They're the master. They're the coach. Um, it could be in a Bible study. It could be in health. It could be in politics. It could be in sports. It could be in how to throw a football mastermind. It could be a how to make money mastermind. But somebody needs to be leading it with like-minded people. And that's where the development of playing. Um, so, that's why for me, it's like, I have my own mastermind. I'm coached. I'm also a coach. We're developing our mastermind in the inside out coaching program, which is going to be expanding and continuing to grow with like-minded people because that's who we're attracting. So the bottom line is to answer your question is no one can do it alone, but I think a lot of people think they can. And that's why they're struggling so much with fear and anxiety and emotional baggage and people uh, I think uh, are real and, um, they, they try to hide things, especially men. So in that workbook, it's more like, okay, we all have a message inside of us. What is our message and how can we share that message authentically and being vulnerable? And then, yeah, eventually we can start things that monetize and that's not just making money. 
that's recognition, that's um, monetizing on the mission, um, getting your return on mission, getting a return on investment. Um, so there's just so much that can difference for people when somebody knows their message and they're willing to be open and vulnerable and authentic and then shares it, you know, through all the different types of methods that we have the opportunity to share it on today. Yeah, I think that's great. And one thing I've realized through this and through having a coach as an adult is I've just looked at my own family here. My husband is a football coach and he has been for 15 years and I see all the boys he helps and um, you know, and, and I think most men that we talk to that were in athletics, they're like, oh, my coach changed my life. My coach changed my life. I mean, we hear this all the mm -hmm. time and then we become adults and we're set free right. into this world to figure out a hundred other aspects of life and how to be successful and how to have a good relationship mm -hmm. and how to stick to our promises. It's just, I think we need coaches past high school and we don't realize that until, you know we, we have this epiphany with everything that you're saying. It's so true. And that just takes me to my next question. Where can people find you? I mean, listeners may be listening to you saying, yes, that resonates with me. That's exactly what I need. I need help. I need a coach. Um, can you talk about your program where they can find you, your websites? I know you have a podcast as well. Um, just give us your handles on Instagram. Yeah, they can just go to Instagram, just Todd M. Cahill, uh, T-O-D-D-M-C-A-H-I-L-L. -L, and then in the bio is um, um, that has a lot of the book okay. and pretty much all in one. So, yeah, just Instagram, Todd M. Cahill. Great. Well, thank you, Todd, so much. Uh, listeners, be sure to follow Todd on Instagram. He's amazing. I just can't say enough about how much he has you know, just grown me as a leader, helped me with clarity, just helped me fine tune everything that was already within me. Like, I love the analogy you talk about, about making a cake. I had the eggs and the flour, but they were just sitting in the bowl and nobody knew what mm -hmm. to do with it. So just the instruction and the guidance really, really helped me. And so I thank you so much. I'm so honored. This is such a surreal moment for me to be able to interview you here. Um, I look up to you. I think you are an incredible leader and you're changing lives. You and Emmanuel's work is really just transforming people. And it's so exciting how God is using you. And I'm excited for you and Kristen and all the things that are coming in the future. So thank you again. And this is the end of episode one, you versus you during COVID-19 as we try to navigate this this thing that we're all facing today. So thank you again, Todd. Have a great week and I look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Thanks so much.